You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey again, folks, this is the Pride of Detroit POD cast bringing you First Bite. Every week, preview podcast, middle of the week during the season. It's how things go around here. We just we just make it work, man. We just make it work. It's Thanksgiving week, short week. As always, it's the one time a year where the Lions get to have a, uh, a game in the middle. Of, we don't get a Thursday night game. We get Thanksgiving, and it's been pretty bleak here. But we have two guests on uh, the show today. I'm going to introduce the first one right now because I, I know we're kind of on a time crunch, but I've been wanting to have him on for a while. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Chris? It's going all right, Jonas. How you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, hanging out, getting ready for another Lions-Bears Thanksgiving. It seems like the 500th that I've witnessed uh, in my my time <laughs> growing up uh, watching football. This was the original matchup on Thanksgiving. But yeah. Not that history is a big point for a lot of people in the NFL. but Yeah, and, and listen, a lot of people are going to take shots and they're going to say, oh, well, you know, can't we get a better game on Thanksgiving? You know what? Tough balls, man. <laughs> like, like, you really, like, you need any more time with your family? Just deal with it. It's football. It's turkey. It's beer. It's wine, it's festivities, it's tradition. Just deal with what the what you got on the table. What if we had had like we tried to do it at the start of the year and it was like, oh, yeah, we'll just get Bengals and Steelers on Thanksgiving. Because no. that's that's a that's a that's a you know rivalry game. That'll be good for Thanksgiving. The Steelers are good. What would we have right now? Look, it would look I, like crap. I, look, I I get why people want to add to certain things. It's like Black Friday. Remember when Black Friday used to be wake up at six a.m. and go get all the deals? Now yeah. Black Friday starts in like March. Oh God! One of my friends in Savannah took me to Best Buy at midnight. We got no deals, but he insisted on being there. It, it just, like it, this is tradition. Don't don't let anybody poison the tradition uh, by by adding in some random teams at the top. We grew up with. <laughs> Lions. We grew up with Cowboys. Although I will say this, I got to call myself out. I have flip flopped on that a little bit, and I'll probably do it again. Uh, I have been campaigning for can we get some other teams in? But now that they've added the third, they game got the third night, game. Yeah. yeah, then I'm yeah. I'm more okay with it now. Yeah. So you 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 do national shows. You do straight out of Vegas. You do like uh, three, four, fifty shows over the weekend here at Fox yeah. Sports Radio. People turn on your dial at some ungodly hour. You're well, usually let, on let, it. And let's not, let, let's not bury the lead here. You are the technical producer of uh, the <laughs> highest rated weekend overnight show on Fox Sports Radio right now in its time slot. Uh, and that's uh, the Jonas Knox show. Uh, and I feel like a, a douche for saying that third person, but that's no, the name of the fine. show. And you are the tech producer of that show. And without d- you, there is no show. I downplay it because you were the ones who came up with pro wrestler porn star. You're the founder of the feast here. I mean, you're the original one. If you hear it on any other station, it comes from Jonas. Yeah, pro, wrestle, thank him. pro wrestler or porn star. I don't know where that came to mind. I, I was at the gym. I remember the moment that it happened, and it just, for whatever reason, it popped into my mind. That's the other no thing. That's the other thing. Real quick is like a lot of radio guys. They're big guys. They're like you know sometimes health isn't our big thing. You live at the gym too. Yeah, so I have. Of to. course, of course, you come up with something I, like that at the gym. I, I have to. It's if I if I don't get. It, I minimum five days a week minimum and I cannot mo- go throughout my day unless the first thing I do is go to the gym it's got to be right. it just sets me up for success I feel like uh, later on but you also grew up in Chicago you've done Bears podcast before with our old friend Mike North yeah and, yeah. and well actually my family grew up in Illinois Monmouth right. Illinois which is a two hour train ride uh, uh, outside of Chicago I'm I'm a born and raised in Southern California but half of my family all came from Illinois, so that's why I grew up and uh, and it was a Bears, uh, you know, a Bears love uh, when I first came up. Sure, and both teams right now, the Lions and the Bears, it feels like they're both. They have these great, wonderful plans. They came in here about five years ago. They were going to turn both their franchises around. Lions went and got Matt Patricia. Bears went and got Nagy and drafted uh, Mitchell Trubisky and. I think both at the same time have somehow realized stuff isn't working out the way it is. Well, I, what I feel bad for, 
and, and also, I'll just on the from the outside looking in, yeah. talking about the Lions. This is from a national standpoint. People that listen to this show, you and let me just tell you something. As a national guy, you know more about your team than I would. A hundred percent, because you are so buried with the conversation about the Lions that you guys know the intricacies of the organization and the franchise. So I'm only speaking from a national standpoint, big picture stuff here. It kind of feels like maybe Matt Stafford was wasted. It kind of feels like Matt Stafford, who's an uber-talented quarterback, who's made a ton of money, and he's won regular season games before. It feels like that guy's... That guy's career is going to go down as being, God, super talented guy. Mm, just was with the wrong organization. It feels like right the, or wrong. That's yeah. just how, that's it's, the narrative. It's like the one year he had help, it felt like he put up the one bad year, and that yep. was 2014. And every other year, it's as our friend Rob Parker likes to say, he likes to say, Pat Stadford. Oh, and- come it's, it's why I've been calling him uh, Stat Padford. Uh, he's, he's, he's the load. Yeah, listen, Rob. Rob's we love been, Rob, but yeah, he has he him. has certain ticks. Yeah, I love him, and he's been he's been bearing the lion since Wayne Fonts was showing up hungover <laughs> in Tommy Bahama shirts. So, so Rob Parker knows uh, good and well what it takes to get a rise out of the Lions. But it just feels like, and I actually give Matt Stafford credit. And the guy who pointed this out, uh, Brady Papinga, used to uh, do shows at Fox Sports Radio, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion, played a long time in the NFL, uh, most notably with the Packers. And Brady Papinga pointed this out, and he said, Calvin Johnson retiring is going to be the best thing for Matt Stafford's career. And his point was, he would notice at times that Matt Stafford would only focus on Calvin Johnson, and so he wouldn't get other receivers involved. And since then, he's been 100% correct. I actually think Matt Stafford has played his best football the past couple of years. I thought he looked really good uh, earlier this season. He he was they were figuring he had statistical out statistical greatness yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, it just it, now he's got the injuries. And so you just wonder, is this the beginning of more injuries? Because he's battled through everything. I mean, he's a tough bastard, man. You say whatever you want about Matt Stafford. That guy's tough as hell. And if you know his story about his wife and her illness, she's tough as hell as well, too. So that runs in the family. It just feels like it's going to go for not in, as far as not being able to win big-time games. And you say, you know, this is this is from my background, too. I always see in the Lions fan base the words, same old Lions. It always ends the same way. No, for the past <laughs> 10 years. SOL, is that SOL, what it is? SOL, SOL, and Kool-Aid oh, drinkers. Man. We have a whole dictionary over here in Detroit. But <laughs> it feels like the last 10, 11 years of Stafford, it's not SOL. It's a different era, but it feels like that era... And it's, it's a little easy to overreact to, like, oh my God, he's suffered his first injury now in like three, missed his first game in what, three, four years. And and now you're worried, okay, maybe it's coming to a close. I don't know how right that is. Maybe he gets his, his back right, but that's a tough injury to come I, back to, yeah, man. 100% it is. Vertebrae in the back. Look, the, you go back to his rookie year. What, didn't he like separate his shoulder or something like that? Yeah, he came back. He like, still... he, he like came back against Cle- the Cleveland right. Browns the last second, won the game, and it's like, hey, you've suffered a right. horrific injury. You're going to miss the rest of a season plus yeah. change. I, I just, I look at Stafford and I think, I mean, he missed his first start. I think one of the, uh, and I remember looking this up, the last guy before Stafford to start a game at quarterback for the Lions was Sean Hill, mm-hmm. which was what 2011. So 2000. So we're talking as an NFL quarterback, you went eight nine years straight without missing a game, missing a snap, and it's not like he plays behind this all world offensive line. Like no, it's the mid ninety Cowboys or it's the Steelers. As much as Patricia day. likes to think he's making it, it's not. No, absolutely not. So he's he's taken a beating, and still he shows up. He's there every game, and that's why I've, I've always respected Stafford. He, he, there's no problems, no issue. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, he's not there causing problems. I think Marvin Jones is quietly one of the better wide receivers in the NFL that doesn't. Get talked about. Kenny Galladay is the big deep threat down the field. It seems like if you're a fantasy football fan and you got Marvin Jones, uh, just pencil in minimum ten points every single week. Uh, and, and and I say that as somebody who proudly drafted Marvin Jones. But <laughs> I, I I feel like they've got talent. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with Patricia. I really yeah. don't because I could see it going a couple of different ways. I could see the injury bailing him out and them giving him a third year based on the fact that he's a Belichick disciple, or I could see them thinking, you know what. We need to we need to make a move here, and then what's fascinating is what they do in the draft because with the injury, you wonder if they're going to start looking quarterback early and often. Well, I don't know about quarterback. I do know they are getting pretty close to Chase Young in the draft, which would make which would make total sense to go for him. But Look, if yeah. you can get Chase Young, you do it. 
Yeah. I've been you'll, banging on the table for look, three years. The Lions don't have an edge rusher. It, look, you'll you'll forget all about Ziggy Ansah if you get Chase Young. He's Absolutely. A, he's, a, he's a different cat. He's a monster. He's a legitimate Heisman Trophy candidate. I, I highly doubt he'll be there when the Lions do end up picking, um, which makes you go all the way back to week one and say, we should have just lost to yeah. Arizona. You should have just lost. It is a game and a half behind the Giants who are in number two, but that's how much how close everything is at the top of the draft yeah. right now. Uh, I want to get onto the Bears for a second. Jonas Knox from Fox Sports Radio with us. But real quick before we do, since we're talking enough about the Lions quarterback, I didn't get to do this on the last Pride Detroit POD cast, and I want to get your reaction here. Because this kind of goes to just how bad things are for the Detroit Lions. The Lions had Josh Johnson in the preseason on their 90-man roster. Yeah. So the Lions today, this is from Adam Schefter, Lions had interest in signing quarterback Josh Johnson, probably to move Stafford to the IR, so it's Driscoll Johnson, the death chart. But XFL has blocked them per a source to Schefter. How bad does that have to feel if you're the Lions and you're like, we just got blocked right. by the XFL, okay, let me, by Vince McMahon. Right. I, let, let me tell you, something. here's <laughs> here's the problem with Lions fans because they're so negative. And and here's how I here's how I can relate to Lions fans. I grew up a Cubs fan. Oh yeah, you assume the worst. Like I I assume growing up, every time I'm watching a Cub game, even if they hit a walk off home run, by the time the guy who swung the bat circles third to go touch home base, I'm assuming he's either a going to tear a ligament, b going to crap himself or C, decide he doesn't want to score because he bet on the under. Like, that, that, is, that is my mentality. It's the woe is me mentality. And so I understand that, yes, the XFL blocked, uh, uh, you know, the Lions from signing Josh Johnson. Please, Lions fans that are listening to this right now, please, don't get out of the feel sorry for myself stuff. Get get move on from that. It could be far worse. Uh, the organization could leave you like the Cleveland Browns. You could have nobody showing up to your games uh, like the uh, like the L.A. Chargers, and you play in a soccer stadium. There are much worse situations out there. Not many. Okay, I'm not saying there's many worse, but there are worse situations out there. The I had NFL. the take on Twitter that I feel like the Lions should thank the XFL for blocking them because Josh Johnson's tried out with like 13 teams, and I hear from scouts, yeah, he's great off the field and practice yeah but then he just loses whatever work ethic he has when he goes onto the field yeah he's played, like, for, he's played for a lot of teams there's something about him something People about keep bringing him. him back they keep trying and yeah. guess what it never works so i mean it's the end of the season anyway it's a small story but yeah you're right it does have that woe is me mentality it's like you've already been kicked in the nuts about 18 times yeah and now someone's just kind of kicking you in the side of the shin uh, like look you want scott mitchell back I mean, do we want to go through Scott Mitchell again? I mean, Eric Kramer. I mean, how many quarterbacks do we want to go down the list before you yeah. realize? Okay, yeah, this is you know we we've had worse situations at quarterback. Yep, absolutely. Let's move on to the Bears for a second because, as I said, these are two sides of the same coin. The Lions are in misery between Patricia Stafford's injury for the Bears. It's easy to bag on what happened with Mitch Trubisky. He yeah. gets, you know, they trade up for the draft, get him, and now it doesn't look like he can throw a pass at this point. It's it's, it's gotten it's gotten from bad to worse. I, so here's for for Lions fans that don't know sort of the how this whole thing went down, and and I have a theory attached to this. So the Bears mm. set up a private workout with Mitch Trubisky, and this happens from time to time. Uh, Mitch coming out of college, and the Bears were so impressed with him as a guy because if you talk to anybody, they will tell you. He is a genuinely great guy. Nobody has ever said a bad thing about him, ever. He is a yeah, genuinely... It's, it's not like Carson Wentz yeah. in Philadelphia no, where there's no, like no, no, backbiting no. Yeah, going no. on. Or, he, yeah. He's legitimately a good dude, and he went and he had this private workout, and they didn't tell anybody, and then they set up a, a, a meeting or a, to have dinner at a steakhouse, and the name he used as his alias, so nobody knew it was him, was Jim McMahon, you know, to appeal <laughs> oh, to the Bears. Wait. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. That's a true what? story. That's a true story. This is, I, this is true storytelling. The most un-incognito that you could do yeah, yeah in, it, in in chicago yeah it's so he so he went because people show up you say well, jim no, mcmahon north carolina north but still in north carolina yeah. people hear jim mcmahon they're like but i want to show up anyway he, yeah. he did it because he, you know it was you know to make ryan pace and company laugh as they were looking at him and he and he rolls up and he's driving his grandma's car so his grandma mm. drove a beater it's the only thing he had it was a hand-me-down and they were so impressed with the guy 
that they had to have him. They basically drafted him, in my opinion, because he was the complete opposite of Jay Cutler. Because he was the blue collar. He was complete opposite of Jay Cutler. They had just gotten out of a Jay Cutler relationship, and they decided, oh, you know, we want somebody that's maybe a little bit more quiet, uh, really does, you know, want to be a leader and a great teammate. And I'm a Jay Cutler guy. I love Jay Cutler. Uh, I, I have supported and defended Jay Cutler for years and years. Uh, and now I, I like to ridicule Bear fans uh, and send out gifts of Jay Cutler and say, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Because he was he's the all-time Bears quarterback in almost every category. He's the best quarterback they've had in the history of the franchise. And I think he got a bad rap because his personality and some of the, some of the narrative that was out there is as bogus as some of it was. So they draft Trubisky. Uh, they decide they're going to go all in last year with Trubisky. We know what happened with the double doink. We can sit here and we can blame Trubisky for where they're at this year. Trubisky's not playing well at all. It looks like he's not the quarterback for the the permanent future for the Chicago Bears. But I'm not going to sit here and pile it all on the Bears. There, Multiple people are to blame for what's happening in Chicago. And Matt Nagy did something, and I've talked about this before, to where, and I like Matt Nagy a lot, but I thought this was crap. The entire focus of the offseason was Cody Parkey missing that kick. He was obsessed. Game. Yeah. We've I've talked with other Bears reporters obsessed. and it just people it's like you can't get over it. You've got to let it go, man. And and here here's the thing. But but Bear fans rally behind their guy and it's and it's uh you know, pull out the torches and go after Cody Parkey because we gotta blame somebody. They put on uh 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 uh, what's it? Goose Island Brewery put on a kicking yeah. competition in the snow for people that could kick 43 yarders. Matt Nagy was so obsessed with Cody Parkey missing a 43 yarder that he had a rookie that he had eight or nine kickers try out, and at the end of each practice at rookie minicamp, he would make them kick 43 yard field goals. And that hasn't amounted to anything, Bro, given how crazy he goes after every get game. Get over it! I, I, I've, I, I said at the time, like, look. Don't tell me you're over your ex, and then I come over to your house and say, I'm never going to be with you again, Megan, and it's written in the walls in blood. Don't tell me you're over your ex. You're, yeah, her, like, name, her name is your Wi-Fi yeah, password. It's, it's a psychopath move. And so Matt Nagy has this kicking competition, and I'm thinking to myself, man, you got to move on, because let's be honest about what happened at the end of that playoff game. If we really want to be honest, let's be honest here. The Bears take a lead in that game. They've got an opportunity to go up by three points, forcing Philadelphia uh, uh, and extending the lead to where Philadelphia would have had to either make an extra point or however the scoring went. And what did Matt Nagy do in that two-point conversion? He had Khalil Mack in, uh, and Khalil Mack was running in motion. What? What are you Like, doing? most important two-point conversion of the game, and you've got Khalil Mack in? I love Khalil Mack, but that's yeah. not his side of the ball. No. And then... The Bears' defense comes up with a stop. The Bears have an opportunity to ice the game. They go three plays for minus two yards. They give the ball back to the Philadelphia Eagles, and a backup quarterback goes 60 yards down their throat, and they end up winning the game. We can talk all we want about Cody Parkey. That game was lost not only by Cody Parkey, but it was lost by special teams, the head coach, the quarterback, and the defense. All of it encapsulated the Bears season, but he put all the focus on Cody Parkey, and now they're coming back down to earth, and they're what a lot of people, myself included, thought they were, about a 500 team. So we got about three minutes here and two questions. One, do you feel like the the Bears can get out of their tailspin right now, or is it is it because I, I feel like Nagy at least... He can survive. I don't, but I don't know what you do about Mitchell Trubisky. You've invested so much in him. The front office likes him. I've been saying this for a couple of years. The guy who doesn't get enough credit, even when Khalil Mack came over, Akeem Hicks. Akeem mm-hmm. Hicks is a monster, certifiable, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. Game changer, game wrecker. They were a top ten defense in large part because of what Hakeem Hicks did on the offensive line or on the defensive line the year before Khalil Mack got there. When he went down with the injury and he may not come back this year, that defense changed. And because of that, Khalil Mack's getting double, triple team. Uh, teams are now scheming towards him in the run game to try and uh, take him out of the uh, the pass rushing game. They're they're scheming away from him. I I think for I think this season's done. I mean, they're not going to go to the playoffs, right. but this is evaluation time because you got to make big decisions this offseason, and I think a lot of that's going to be predicated on how these guys perform down the stretch. Bears Lions Thanksgiving at a crossroads. Uh, I know you're a gambling guy, and I know we don't have much time here before you've got to get to a, a gambling show straight yeah. out of Vegas so, every every day. Yeah, on Fox Sports Radio, but. 
the line right now is Chicago, Chicago minus three, and the total is 38 and a half. Do either of those sound like either side anywhere sound appetizing to you? Uh, now, so as we're, you know, we're, we're a little ways out from the game, so it's at Bears minus three? Yep. Bears are three-point favorite on the road. <sighs> well... I mean, if it goes anything like that's last, by Westgate Superbook, by yeah, the way. And if, and if it goes anything like last, I mean, look, that many points, I would, I would take the Lions personally at home. But I mean, I'm also horrendous at gambling this year, so don't take my my word for it. Yeah, um, just tune in here, Knox Locks, and bet against you. But let's also point out the fact that last year, and man, <laughs> now, I'm not trying to rub this into Lions fans, uh, salt in the wound. I said that last year's loss by the Lions to the Bears on Thanksgiving was the worst loss of the season, and in fact the worst loss that I can remember in recent NFL history. Because if you remember, the Bears came off a Sunday night game on even shorter rest to a Thursday game, and Chase Daniel was the quarterback. Yep. I remember that game. still lost that game. I mean, I think people were just leaving by... The Bears put up like 14 in that fourth quarter. People were just leaving in droves. But but, you got to get out of there. It's Thanksgiving. But you know what? Driscoll versus Trubisky on Thanksgiving, a lot of people would take that over having to hang out with their families. So let's, true. Uh, so again, let's not all bitch and moan here. It's gonna be it's gonna be a decent game to watch, and it's better than the alternative, and we all know what the alternative is. Yep. The alternative is Cowboys football. Which well, I'm not trying to take out <laughs> franchises here. I'm like you you burn that bridge, <laughs> yeah, I've got to walk on it. I, I have to I have to burn the bridge as part of like I have to do it for the team, for the fans who That's want fair. me to cut I have to cut my hands, my ear, and run around like Hulk That's Hogan fair. being like do you like that? Do you hear that right now? I get but yeah, it. you ha- you get to be the the politician here. I totally it's get great. It. Yeah. So that's Jonas Knox. Uh, again, catch him on Fox Sports Radio straight out of Vegas every day with R.J. Bell. Uh, you do a show with Bucky Brooks. Well, hold on. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've got to get the Jonas straight, Knox show. Yeah, uh, the the Jonas Knox show with uh, and the star of the show is Chris Perfett. Uh, oh, he no, is the star I'm of the not. show. No, that's Kevin Figures. Uh, uh, well, whoever. It's definitely not me. Uh, so that's uh, Friday to Saturday in the overnights. Then I do a show with Bucky Brooks on Saturdays, uh, one to five Pacific, four to eight Eastern time uh, on Fox Sports Radio. And then also. Uh, myself and Brady Quinn have a show every single Sunday night. Your radio up. wife. Yeah, my radio wife, Brady Quinn, uh, wrapping up all the action in the NFL, some shenanigans, a bunch of grab ass, and it's a good time. 5 to 8 Pacific, uh, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Sunday nights on Fox Sports. Jonas, has been great to have you on. I've been Thanks wanting to have you on me, for a while. Yeah, we'll have to do this again Absolutely. sometime. We'll Let's just yuck it. it up about the NFL in general. Love it. Like, you know, so. I appreciate all right. it. Uh, taking a break here on, on First Bite. I keep forgetting which one this is because I don't usually host first bite so we'll be right back jeremy's gonna have uh rob zaglinski coming up here unless we recorded this in a different point at which i have to re-record this segment and i might be on with them too this is what happens when we record things this is the magic of podcasting you get a look behind the walls about how disorganized it is but stick around pride of detroit pod cast first bite Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And welcome back to First Spite, the preview podcast for Pride of Detroit. PrideofDetroit.com, Pride of Detroit on Twitter, Pride of Detroit on Facebook. You know where to find us? Download the podcast on Twitter. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Jeremy, I'm tripping over here. Jeremy's back. That's right. We just recorded the first segment with my friend Jonas Knox. I kind of let you in on the secrets of podcasting there in that we recorded that earlier. And now here we are. Jeremy's back in the room. I'm online. And we've got our best frenemy. Our best frenemy in the world is now with us. Robert Zaglinski of, of Blitz Network. You still do stuff with Windy City Gridiron too, I think? I do. I just don't really post anything on online anymore. I don't care enough to share the tweets. If you so that's, want to read me, you'll No, I'm being serious. If you want to read me, you'll you'll like want to read my sports. But right, but you'll you do write list, stuff for them now. Will be there. That that's what I want to I ask. Do. Okay. Okay. That's that, that's that's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. There is no reason for you to be combative. I wasn't being combative, Chris. You you read it that way. You interpreted it that way. The whole reason we have Rob on is so he can be combative. That I, you are wrong, Chris. Well, this I'm is setting up side already. This is setting up wonderfully what are, for a thanks. What are we even fighting about? Well, we're what? about to fight here once I roll the list cast music in a few minutes, but we should talk a little bit of Bears Lions first. So uh, I didn't get to be here last time, so I feel like I want to revisit some of Rob's points about Nagy and Mitchell Trubisky because. Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. That's me rubbing my hands together. I'm excited that's me, about that. That's you rubbing your hands together. Uh, we've had a few more games here, and I talked with Jonas about this. Man, it's gone downhill since, like, what was it, three games ago, Jeremy, that the Bears played the Lions, and it feels like the Mitchell-Trubisky yep. saga has gone even farther downhill from there. Accurate or not? Yeah. Oh, is that... Accurate, yes, accurate. Of course, it can, it can only get worse. It only it it only gets worse every week. I mean, you have a controversy over whether he's injured or not, uh, whether he was benched or not. He, he was one hundred percent benched. The fact that he wasn't benched earlier in the game for for a hit pointer um, gives you the entire story. I I don't like the diving conspiracy theories, at least not here. Um, you have him being by far the worst quarterback. Again, in the league against the Giants, putrid defense. It's not look. It's the same story every week. I, I I I'm a broken record. How can I say I can't I can't respond with as much venom as I did last time because it's the same thing. It's the same thing as last time, just worse. Like it's not. It's not. It's nothing. I'm broken. It's 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 nihilism. It's like eh, whatever. He threw a pick. All right, whatever. He's getting benched. All right, whatever. He's one of the biggest busts in Bears history. Cool. I I care anymore. That's 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 how this that's how this has evolved. Okay. Well, let me let me try to paint this in in a in a brighter picture for for the Bears. Maybe give him a little hope for the future, <laughs> because one Andy Benoit on Twitter said Benoit. today, November twenty sixth, from a pure quarterbacking standpoint. Trubisky had some outstanding plays against the Giants. Encouraging signs. Hold up. I know what Jeremy's doing here, and I will not tolerate it. As a sports professional, I will not tolerate you trying to trigger our friend Bob by trying to forecast by trying to put out Andy Benoit's tweets out here and trying to make Bob here have to choose between his personal his personal feelings on what was said there and his professional decorum to not go after uh, formerly Sports Illustrated's Andy Benoit. I mean, is he still with, he might still be with Sports Illustrated, but it's not. No, it's, he's not. Well, Sports Illustrated is no more anyway, so. Right. In response to saying Mitchell Trubisky had some outstanding, what was the word? What was the, what was the word that he used? From your quarterbacking standpoint, Trubisky had some outstanding plays. Okay, in response to Trubisky having some outstanding plays against the Giants, I won't dignify that with the response directly. I'll just note that this is a guy that drinks gallons of milk, uh, five or so gallons of milk a week, <laughs> that thinks running backs shouldn't wear, uh, what, like number 20, number, uh, shouldn't have wide receiver numbers because for whatever reason, um, you know, there's that's that's all that needs to be said. I don't need to elaborate further on Andy Benoit endorsing a, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, the worst quarterback in the NFL. I don't, well, so I don't much have for, to elaborate further. So much for trying to help your professional decorum. Professional decorum. You act like I have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. okay. Uh, 
I, I don't want to like pull all the the blame off of Mitchell Trubisky, but you have to admit that the Bears' offensive problems go beyond him, right? I mean, you look at the running game this year; they're thirty first in DVOA. What the hell happened there? Well, I, and I've seen this argument a lot, and it's the, the oh, that it's not all on him. It's not all on him. Sure, yeah. The, the 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 running scheme has has deteriorated. Like I mentioned last time, the tackles can't block, but he's still by far the biggest issue. If teams at all feared him, the Bears would be the Bears would be running the ball better. If he used his own legs, which they are, which people inside house are perplexed by, teams would would that would open up more running lanes for David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. If he consistently made better throws. Anthony wouldn't look like such a consistent bust. There would be more than Allen Robinson. Uh, there would be more than Allen Robinson making consistent plays. I mean, all the plays stem back from him. You have a competent quarterback that makes everybody else look better. And it, it's it's almost it's it's a catch twenty two in that when he looks so bad, the apologists will be able to come out in full force and say, "Oh, well, everyone else isn't helping him out." Because he's legitimately making them look worse, even with pass blocking, even with a many, even with many of the sacks that Trubisky does, he pulls, he pulls them. Uh, I know you didn't mention pass blocking, but he pulls the Madden thing where he drops back for six or seven yards for no reason, and then we'll see pressure in his face, and instead of stepping up, we'll run into the sack. I've I've never seen anything like it before. He he plays like an amateur Madden player. He plays quarterback like an amateur Madden player. So you know. There are issues. There are drops with receivers. There, his offensive line hasn't been the best, but he's made them worse. He's made them worse. It's, it's that simple. What is the attitude for the Bears fan base right now? I mean, Thanksgiving. I, I'll be honest. I think the line, the Bears will win here. So, uh, you'll. Oh, you mean David? David Bloch. David Bloch. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Is is Mitch even going to start this game? I think he will. Like people are already hyping up. Oh, does he looked matter? decent against the Giants, as Benoit did. But does it does it matter if he starts? To be fair, well, no. I mean, Matt Nagy is fully in his corner, right? Like, I think that's part of the reason people are frustrated at Matt Nagy too, is because like he's ride or die with Mitch. Yeah, I'm just trying wrong? not to stay on Mitch the entire podcast here. That's all. Well, the one thing, one more question I have about Mitch <laughs> is who the hell did he body switch with in those three straight possessions against the Lions? Because that clearly wasn't him out there. Well. That's something that the Bears have touched on in, in recent weeks where every time they run a no huddle, every time they run a hurry up offense, he looks better all of a sudden. And mm. the fan base, the pulse base or so wants them to do it more because understandably so he plays lights out when he's playing in an up-tempo attack. But the thing is the Bears are already for the fourth most snaps in a no huddle offense. So they can't really do it that much more often. Um, it's not a body switch as much as, oh, these are the occasional few drives where he gets one thing uh, where he gets – it's the one – it's the few periods of the game where he doesn't have to think because as soon as he has to start to think, as soon as he has to start thinking, that's when everything falls apart. Mitchell Trubisky, 2019, don't think. It's a good motto. I'd, I mean, I'd wear it on a shirt. Realistically, so that's probably that's probably what they've tried to do with him. Yep. Realistically, so don't make but him you think. You can't. You. The best. I mean, the best quarterbacks operate that way. I'm not going to lump Matthew Stafford in there, but you know, <laughs> they play on instinct. They play on instinct. They 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 have they have every diagrammed already in their head and get, and just play off of what they know. Trubisky, meanwhile, as I've said before, plays like a broken Madden player. He plays like his controller's been disconnected half the time because he's overthinking everything. Um, as for how the fan base views it, I, I get the sense that a lot of people think Matt Nagy uh, isn't a great coach because he hasn't been able to maximize Trubisky. And, I mean, I, I generally agreed with that sentiment last year, even after he won Coach of the Year. I think the Bears having the statistical 18th best defense of all time was more uh, to do with Maggie getting those recognitions than than a twenty eight. Tw- well, then an okay. Okay, we <laughs> we need to get off this because on, you're just hold on, hold okay. On, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Eli Manning and the Giants. Eli Manning's corpse outperformed the Bears' offense last year, and people wanted to loud Matt Nagy. When realistically, now what you have is what he was last year, just that the Bears aren't winning as much. Anyway. 
I, I just want to move on to the game because, again, we, we could talk for another hour on Mitch Trubisky, and I've, I've already done that with, with a lot of well, people. I was, to talk about, I was trying to talk about Nagy. Well, I, I, I want to talk Nagy. about instead of Nagy is, too, because we, we talked about that, too. Just hold on there. What what does the future look like for the Bears right now? Because clearly at five and six, like, be real, you're you're not going to the playoffs. Like the the Bears aren't going to the playoffs. So what's the off season? What are people already starting to think off season and what's going to change over there, or, or is it just this this holding pattern where you're just going to stay bitter and and miserable until uh, until January? Well, there are obviously there's always obviously the segment of people that oh we're gonna win out we're gonna we're we're gonna make a run we're gonna run Jeremy those people let's let's be real what I mean Jeremy that that wasn't a call out of you that's people do that no no that was that was me Uh, something on the POD cast from Sunday but never mind continue I mean the future now is trying to find a veteran quarterback that can step in and and at least make the defense not have to play seventy five percent of games the defense that is still somehow fourth in points allowed and fourth in yards allowed that is somehow holding together despite having to almost do everything you know that whether that comes in the form of cam newton if you th- if you believe that he's not irreparably broken or ryan Tannehill, who has been good with tennessee but i don't i have my doubts of that transferring over well everywhere or Going with another number two overall uh, bust in Marcus Mariota and seeing if a change of scenery helps him. Everyone's kind of moved on to seeing who's going to be that guy. Um, I mean, obviously, there's still going to be the people that think Mr. Trubisky just needs more time, but you know, people people don't have six years to wait for him to, to get it. Mm. Why don't Why don't the Bears just draft a, a quarterback with their first round draft pick? Well, you know, because they don't have any. <laughs> I want to get at least two minutes about the game itself, so. What do we think we know Why? about this game? Besides, like that's the thing is like this was to be a preview podcast, and both with this and Jonas, I feel like we've barely talked about this actual game. It feels like this is just the the family getting together and bitching and moaning at each other. Well, let's well, see, Chris, Thanksgiving. Chris, yeah, exactly. Thanksgiving no, I know. Podcast. That's that's why <laughs> when people say Lions should not play on Thanksgiving, guess what? No, no, Lions Here's- and Bears every year, man. Here's the thing. There's nothing interesting about this game. It's a five and six team and a three, seven and one team. How much is there to break down about it? Like, especially since we did it three weeks ago. This is the cranberry sauce of Thanksgiving. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? People are going to, people are going to be watching this on the background, half asleep while cooking. It is a terrible game. There is nothing on the line in terms of January stakes. There's nothing interesting about it. The Lions are going to be playing the third string quarterback. No, the Bears are going to be playing the worst starter in the league. There's an awful offense against a bad defense. This is a terrible game. And what is there more to talk about about it? What there is more to talk about is list cast because we are going to start right now listing off our top five Thanksgiving foods. And this time around, Kyle Yost is not here to ruin it. He's not. <laughs> Last time he said fruit salad. That won't happen this time. How, but first off, how dare you on cranberry sauce? Please tell me you at least just mean like canned cranberry sauce. No, cranberry sauce is, is how dare pretty you? forgettable. How dare you? Pretty forgettable overall. Oh my God, you're um, awful. This is going to go. Let's. Can we do top three? I think. I feel if we do top five, it's going to take. Yeah, five. we're running out of time. So, okay. Top, top three then. Thanksgiving sides. Oh, sides. Or why? Were you, were you include turkey in there somehow? Sure, if no, you want it. Dr- turkey doesn't believe dry, in, Turkey doesn't believe in the dry, terrible bird that everybody's forced to eat out of custom. Turkey is not top wow. three. Rob is coming in hot right now hold with on, Thanksgiving hold, hold, takes. Hold, hold, hold. I think he should. Jeremy, start. Jeremy, make your case for for turkey to belong. I wasn't. You're, it wasn't going to be in my top well, three. It's not going to be in mine. It's a staple of Thanksgiving, and it's it's good. I, it is. It is. Everyone the, who comes in here and says turkey is dry and horrible. They're not having good turkey. No, no, That's they're eating the, the white meat. That's the problem. We have an entire culture who believes that eating dark meat is bad. Dark meat is the best part of any bird. That's why people. That's why I can get chicken thighs so cheap at the store. And guess what? I make really, chicken really thighs. good chicken. With I feel like I'm robbing the the grocery store every time I get chicken thighs while people are paying up the butt. Yeah, for like chicken like twelve dollars for, for a single chicken breast. Come on, man. 
Anyways, anyway, top three. All right, let's just go Thanksgiving foods. Okay, if it's fine. Side, whatever. If it's a meal, I, if it's I don't. A dessert, I don't give. I don't it. care. Okay, yeah, go. Uh, Rob, we let you start. Your top three. Stuffing is unequivocally the best Thanksgiving dish, or like dish or side. It is heads and shoulders better. It's in a class of its own. Um, then probably. Uh, Biscuits, biscuits. I gotta say biscuits. I like. Uh, no, no, that's the Thanksgiving right, food. Right, we'll no, we'll just, allow it. Just go if, ahead. If you're in the just south, if you're in the south, you're I, you're going no, to Nashville. Yeah, Jeremy, okay, for for anyone listening, Jeremy just gave like this most perplexed look. That's my taste, Jeremy. Like, what's um and I mean, I don't know. I don't really have the most traditional Thanksgivings normally, being from a Polish American family. So I guess dumplings. Dumplings for three. Hold on, Jeremy. Before or, or, before you or candied apples or candied. I was gonna say cooked apples that have a deli center. In before them. Jeremy bashes yeah. on dumplings, the one time I lived in Canada and I had a thanks a Canadian Thanksgiving, we served pierogies. I I love pierogies oh, yeah, and dumplings. Pierogi, this is just like pierogi. yeah. Rob's Rob's Thanksgiving is like one I've never had. I don't think I've ever had a biscuit. I don't think I've ever had pierogies. I like or, it. Or dumplings it's, it's a fusion of Southern and and Polish. I like it. And the turkey that and the turkey. And what's more just Polish than Thanksgiving? No... Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jeremy, your little... top three. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do this in proper order and start with my number three. Uh, and my number three is a, a nice baked mac and cheese. Uh, if you get the the right baked mac and cheese, it's nice and crumbly and crispy at the top. Nothing beats it. Number yeah, three, number two. What's that for Thanksgiving? I've never had mac oh. and cheese for Thanksgiving. See different experiences. Go ahead. Maybe a little like a lot of people like to put cornflakes on the top. I'm down with that. You don't have to, but I'm down with it. Yep. A little crunch, a little crunch. Don't, don't say curse words. <laughs> Uh, number two, you got to go mashed potatoes and gravy. Classic, amazing, great. Number one, got a sweet tooth, pumpkin pie. Boom. Hell yeah. I'm out. Okay. Number three for me is fresh cranberry sauce. Not from a can, no ocean spray. I will drink their juice all day long, but I need it fresh. My mom makes a great one. The trick is you got to boil the cranberries and you got to add a little orange juice to it. It's a key. I'm giving you keys here, people. I'm giving you keys to success. Keys to the game. Keys to the game of not letting your relatives fight over Donald Trump this uh, this Thanksgiving. It's not going to work, but you can at least make an effort. You can. Are they going to fight over Donald Trump or socialism versus the versus same thing? Capitalism. It's the same thing, man. Same. It's yeah. the same thing in 2019. Just just clarifying. Yep. Just clarifying. Number two is pumpkin pie. And listen, I hear a lot of people bash on pumpkin pie. They say I'll kill it, it's just a it's just a vehicle for the pumpkin spice. It's not actual like flavor. No, shut up. It's good. Like that's the whole reason. Like I love pumpkin pie. And people are like, you know what the big thing about Thanksgiving food is? People are always like, well, if it's so good, why don't they bring it out the rest of the year? It wouldn't be special if it was the rest of the year. And pumpkin pie is also served during Christmas, holiday season in general. Boom, sit down, eat your medicine. Chris, go get pumpkin pie from Erewhon. I'm telling you right now. It Erewhon? costs a lot, but go get it. Erewhon. I, I make my own pumpkin pie, but I will keep that in mind. You'll have to send me the address. Like I'm in the valley now, so I mean that might be three hours away by car. There's a few there's a few of them in LA. Okay. Do it. Okay. Okay. I like making my own though, because it is very simple to make on your own. And I can put in a lot more spice. Number one, and I will fight everyone on this. I will fight everyone in here. It is sweet potato casserole. It is sweet potatoes. It is sweet potatoes with brown sugar and marshmallows and candied and candied pecans on it. It is it is almost a dessert. My mother makes a great one. It is the best side we will make. All Thanksgiving. It is the only casserole I will accept. I will not accept green bean casserole. I was really afraid you were going to say that. No, that's Ryan. Ryan is the abomination like <laughs> green bean casserole. I don't understand him. I don't. I like green bean casserole. You, of course you say proven. that. Why Point wasn't proven. it on your top three then, Bob? <laughs> it's not a top three dish, but it's 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 nice. It tastes, it tastes good. It, you, you get some breadcrumbs in there. You get maybe a little butter to kind of like 
to make it nice and uh, the little crispy nice onion smooth. straws. Yeah, listen, like, straw. Yeah, yes, yes. Listen, I think a lot of There's Thanksgiving, the best foods in Thanksgiving are earthy and sweet. You can find good combination of that, and that's why my top three is there: pumpkin pie, cranberry sauce with a little fruity in there, and sweet potato casserole. See, why not like normal desserts though, like like apple pie or or apple or pie is not cake. a Thanksgiving food. Some people do. I it. can. I. I mean, I. I. I would consider. We always that. serve. A fall, we, that's a very fall. Very fall dish. Maybe we always serve pumpkin pie and pecan pie. Was what we did in our house. Pecan pie as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pecan pie is, is superior. To pumpkin yeah, pie. some people bash on nope. pecan pie. I don't get it. Like, but I think we can all agree mashed potatoes. You can kind of forget about. Like they're, I just they're had good. Two on my list. Well, that's it. It's like they're good, the, but like they're they're <laughs> not Jeremy making. Jeremy puts that on his list, and then Chris like, I think we can all agree. <laughs> I think we can all agree sweet potato pie or casseroles are the worst thing in the world. You can right? you can, can log off. That? You can log off. I love sweet potato <laughs> no, look, casserole. I do you like, just trashed my like, pick. Okay, I will say this. I do like mashed potatoes, but if they weren't a part of the if they weren't part of the course, I would You'd forget I about it. Really necessarily care. I forget about it. It's not not a necessity. Well, I can respect it's your not, stuffing pick. Of, yeah. Stuffing here, I was going to say this, the turkey itself, the only reason that I appreciate the turkey being there is because it's a vessel for the stuffing inside to be essentially marinated sure. and, and be d- more delicious. And then and if you it throw was away the me, bird. it never is, I would just throw the turkey out. See, but that, that feels like if you're, if, you're, someone else. if you're ending the life of a turkey, you might as well like eat it, you know? There are people no, starving just, around this world and you're just throw, talking about throwing away a big turkey. We're talking about turkey. killing the life of a wow. bird here. I mean, you could always give it to like Four a months dog or, or cat or something. I hope something. he's not listening. My cat would probably like Ooh. turkey. Mansoor. Yeah. He, he's a resident bird level, lover. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, have yeah, have yeah, any of you guys tur- had turkey deep fried? Mm, uh, I don't think so, no. It's worth it at I least the, once. The- I, don't think, I don't think it saves turkey like some people rave about it, but it's a definite improvement, I find. But I've you can also burn down your house. With, with like, like, like beer cans inside. Oh, well, yeah. So that, the, that's the, beer can chicken. You, you do that with chicken, not a turkey. No, you could do that with turkey. Do with, I mean, you could do it with a turkey, turkey, but it's too. normally, traditionally, it's beer can chicken is what I'm saying. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. I'm always right, um, Rob. Okay, well, that's not remotely true, but... <laughs> Let me pull up some receipts I think, we can, I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree that that's not remote. <laughs> There's a reason you're not called the perfect host. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. Adequate. The adequate host. Man. Can I, can I, re- can oh, I pull I'm, back the curtain a second? Jeremy wanted re- me to retire that name because he thought that was bad for the, pod, for the Pride of Detroit brand after no, a while. it's like... Is that even true? Like, I thought a, you were the one that wanted to get rid of no, it. No, you were the one. You were the one. You're like, I know you revel in the adequate thing, but can we maybe like tighten up the podcast and all the hiccups and errors? Well, yes, and I, well, yes I want that. I want there to be less errors on the podcast. My bad. But I can't I do like the name. I mean, it's, you're, you're, there's a, there's it's the right touch of self-deprecation while also being like, right. I didn't I'm say get rid of a nickname. Cool. I said just get rid of the mistakes. But that's part of the brand, <laughs> Jeremy. That's Part of the brand is the mistakes. I'm I'm no. sure your dedicated listener base appreciates. No one appreciates uh, you calling Quandre Diggs a cornerback. All right, I can promise you that. But Quandre Diggs plays in the slot corner all the time. No, he doesn't anymore. Well, he was for a while. That was three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago when I was saying that about him too. No, it wasn't. Oh, excuse me. Spanish ham. <laughs> Spanish, yeah. So as we wind up this podcast, Bob's been eating Spanish ham this entire time. Uh, Bob, plug your plug your stuff, man. Let's I think they just call it jamón there. By the way, jamón. Oh, okay. Well, he's not in, in Spain, Barcelona? Jeremy. It's Spanish mean, ham, in, though, Chris. He's not in Spain. Is, he's in America. Okay, you can read me on the Blitz <laughs> Network, Windy City Gridiron, all those fun places. I will not. I don't really promote it on social media. So that's on your prerogative if you want to go see a kid out. Follow me on Twitter at Robert Zaglinski. And you still cover NFL stuff because I know we had a conversation I way do. back. Yeah, I legitimately do. Okay, I legitimately okay. do, but it's not. 
but it's not like it's it's still in line with the conversation we had. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not going to air out your laundry or anything or tell people your master plans. I'm just I was curious. I'm curious where your life goes, Rob. I really am. Thank you. Thank you. What will we do when we can't fight like this? I mean, you guys can always have me on in future podcasts. Be more like uh, that lot, that famous Lions fan on Twitter that Drew McGarry always retweets or always like oh, Zodiac mf Yeah, I can be that <laughs> with the Bears version if you guys want that. We can always do that in the future. We will never get but, sick of that. I promise you. Jeremy, I think we need to book Zodiac mf sometime. Oh, you guys have actually had him? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I don't think, Maybe. I think he's sworn off the Lions, actually, because he's already told McGarry he's not writing into uh, Why Your Team Sucks anymore. And rest in peace to Why Your Team Sucks as well. <laughs> well, he's a better, arguably, he's a better person than all of us for just swearing off the Lions and our, our miserable okay. team. Don't listen no, to that. Coward. He's a coward. Thanks, everyone. You're listening. Coward? You're a coward. Zodiac. Don't call come him at that. No, no, don't. don't come on the podcast. Don't, I hope he listens to Just this. don't be the Zodiac killer. He's not the Zodiac killer. He's just... Prove it. Zodiac MFR. Prove it. Didn't, well, I think, I think he just stopped because he got married and, and found love, but okay. No, no, no. That judging way. by his Twitter feed, he has not found love. Well, you can you can be happy in real life, but then miserable on the internet. That's definitely... That's thing. true. On that note, let's get Rob out of here. And thanks everyone for listening to First Bite uh, and really whatever this was in the second half. Uh, thanks to Robert Zaglinski. Thanks to Jonas Knox for joining us. We'll see you after the game. Uh, we'll have some fun on Twitch, I think, sometime over the weekend. Stay tuned for our schedule. Jeremy's giving me a shrug. He honestly does not know. And as always, we will back with PODcast before you know it. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the game. See you, Starside. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.